and welcome to Richard Gage 9-11 Unleashed, and we have a switcheroo for you today. We're interviewing Mr. Josh Sigurdsson of World Alternative Media, who will be interviewing us later, but he's been all over the world, ladies and gentlemen, just trying to get to the truth. Josh, how many times have we connected at conference? Oh, I feel at this point like it has to be about 100. I mean, I think I first met you in 2014 when you were doing a tour across Canada. And I remember being extremely excited to meet you um, because you've been doing such amazing work for all these years and you've woken up so many people. And I do really believe that you've been the heart behind 9-11 Truth and the movement that we've seen grow so much over the last uh, several years to a point where it has made such an incredible difference. I mean, we're at the point where there are, I would say, the majority of people I talk to um, don't believe the official story. They don't know what happened, but they don't believe the official story. And the amount of times that I hear people bring up your name from all circles, I mean, it is really incredible. So I appreciate the work that you do. That is great news. I mean, I, I appreciate hearing about that because it keeps me going. We've got uh, so much work to do. I mean, it's been 15 years. I, I developed and, and nurtured AE911 Truth for the last 15 years. And Six months ago, Josh didn't even know. I just had to tell him, I'm not with AE911 Truth anymore. Right. What'd you say? It's insanity. You're like the heart of AE911 Truth. I mean, I, the idea of you not being with AE911 Truth is just beyond my comprehension, honestly. Uh, you know, you're the one that got people mobilized. Uh, the idea of you speaking the truth, which was what that movement was all about in the first place, you speaking the truth could get to, could you, lose you your job makes no sense at all and makes a lot of people second think um the people that are running that board there because honestly uh at the end of the day we have two of the greatest false flags in history in the last 20 years and we have 9-11 and we have covid that is the reality and we're all learning this as it as it happens all the things that many of us warned about have come true we know this now we've seen all the things that we've said come true and everything that they've said, the establishment media has said, 95% funded by pharmaceutical corporations, we've seen that fall off a cliff. The narrative is collapsing. So I really hope at some point they say to you, we apologize. We were wrong. But you know what? People these days are really bad at admitting when they're wrong. They like to stick to the narrative to the very end. So I, I hope for the best. But, you know. but I couldn't stop, Josh. I had to keep rolling and, and, and we morphed into richardgage911.org uh, with my wonderful wife and assistant and COO of Richard Gage 911 and she's holding the camera right now and and she's been such a trooper we, she's in the home office now uh, full time and we're just marching we work like 15 hours a day it's incredible we got the invitation to come down here and to speak to I don't know how many thousands of people online, but we we've got um, I don't know 300 people or so here, and and it's been incredible. We're we're in Arcapulco, I mean, which is an interesting conjunction of words, Acapulco, Mexico, where we're speaking, and anarchy. Josh, why are we speaking at an anarchy conference? And what is anarchy anyway? Because the basis of humanity, to begin with, comes down to a few things, and they're all synonymous. It is humanity, obviously, uh, individual responsibility, survival, and freedom. All those things are the same thing. And at the end of the day, I'm not saying that no one can have their governance systems. I'm not saying that people can't have their protectorates or whatever you want to call it. 
I'm saying that individuals cannot be forced to do things they do not want. Consent matters. And I think eventually people will learn this after all these years, going back to ancient Greece. We've always heard these campaigns from the beginning of democracy, change, change, change. Well, eventually after thousands of years, we have to kind of think, well, what is the change that people want? Do they want a different politician in power, a new haircut? Or do they, it's a change that they want to see within. It's individual responsibility. That's the basis of humanity. And this, as an anarchist conference, isn't about throwing cherry bombs at a parade. It's not wearing, wearing a curly mustache and, uh, you know, a monocle, you know, from old silent movies. It is about actually educating people on their humanity itself. That is the basis of all of this. It's humanity and nothing less, nothing more. So at the end of the day, we have a bunch of evil tyrants around the world um, trying to orchestrate lies in order to scare us and utilize comfort because for years people have been basing everything they do on social media, Facebook, Twitter, etc. And um, if they can get likes and shares on there, that's what they get their success out of. They feel like they've been successful by getting the crowd to like them and support them. They've carried this into everyday life and people just want to be comfortable and they only just follow the loudest voice. This is where we as individuals that can break apart from that crowd have to say we need to be the loudest voice and we need to show them how to be human again. Uh, not tell them what to do, not, not um, steal their children, inject them with things that, that, that they don't want, not put them in camps, not tell them that they can't go to work and make a living and then say that it's for, the, it's for health. We need to give people the ability and mobilize people to be free, live freely, and disregard these authoritarians that want nothing more than to kill us than to enslave us, push us in bondage, bankrupt us, because then we'll be dependent, and that is what their whole system is based on. We need people to understand that fear is natural. It stops you from running into traffic. That can be a good thing. However, while it can keep you alive, it can also stop you from living at the same time. And we need to break outside of that fear, say what we want to say, be open, be honest, and that's something that you've done, and that's what got you fired, is being honest and open. You speak for truth. You speak for 9-11 truth, and you're speaking for truth in general. And the truth in general, it doesn't matter. There's no barriers. There should never be self-censoring. That's how they'll develop social credit, is getting people to self-censor and create these uh, individual groups, even off the grid and then later on the grid. You need to speak the truth. Always be as loud as you can be, because on your deathbed, many, hopefully many years from now, you'll be lying there, and you don't want to regret not doing something when you had the chance. And that's what life's all about. We have to use this time, spread the truth, mobilize people, and tell people how free they really are if they look inside themselves and free themselves from the chains that they revere. Well, then, what does 9/11 have to do with anarchy, possibly? I mean, why, why do you think that they invited me here? Well, I would say that um, possibly orchestrating an attack that brings people into a massive war by the hand of the state, the biggest murderer, the biggest polluter, the biggest thief in history, that has a lot to do with anarchy. Um, when you have governments around the world, it doesn't matter the government, in general, this collective effort of people that are basically organized crime uh, cartel members going around stealing your money. If, if I went up to you, Richard, and I said, give me your money, you'd say, no. But then if someone comes up to you with a badge, like, give me your money, and it's like, oh, there's authority, I got to do this. When we're looking at what the government is, it's the most nefarious, it's the most treacherous, it's the most violent organization in the world. The idea is collectivism. They control a bunch of people in a group, they, tell, they steal their money, they say it's for their own good, and then they go up and go and blow up children overseas. How do they get the um, okay to go blow up children overseas? Well... Possibly, it may just be the biggest false flag in history up until COVID, which was 
And what we know from 9-11, which most people at this point are well aware of, I find from talking to people on the streets, is that they orchestrated an attack. They used that orchestration in order to scare people, use fear against an invisible enemy. Does that sound familiar? It sounds like COVID to me. Um, so I think that that's what we are witnessing with 9-11 was they orchestrated this attack to mass murder people overseas and create a military industrial complex, be able to prop up the dollar, be able to prop up uh, false economies, proxy wars around the world and create perpetual warfare to create perpetual dependence in the state. It is locked at the hip, the idea of a false flag, what government uses to scare people, and then the compliance of the populace. That is rooted in the idea of collectivism, which is why we need to go the opposite way into what we call anarchy or voluntarism, which I find is a better word, honestly, at the end of the day. Well, Josh, we, we've got elected representatives that, are, that are, we put in power to protect us yeah. from this type of thing that you're describing what happened well i i don't i never voted so i never put anyone in power and see this is the thing this is the we word the we um people assume that because they did something that we all did something if i go to my neighbor's house with my other neighbor and say hey i want new kitchen cabinets two versus one build my kitchen cabinets. And my neighbor says no. And I say, well, I'm going to shoot you if you don't. I'm going to put you in a cage in my basement if you don't. Well, they would think I was kind of crazy. Why is it normal for a massive group of people to do that? I do not get to choose what my neighbors need to do with their life. They don't get to choose what I need to do with my life. At the end of the day, as I mentioned, humanity comes down to individual responsibility. It's our responsibility to deny and to ignore and to disobey when people tell us to do things. Our freedom comes from within. We don't hold it in our hand. Freedom isn't something that we're holding in our hand. We are the freedom or we're not. So if, if people say, well, we have elected these representatives, who's we? Because last time I checked, it's just a fraud in a suit with a nice haircut who's telling me that I need to give up my money. And even if I agree with their message, it doesn't justify it because other people don't agree with my message and they're reeled in, their money's stolen, and now they have to forcefully fund something that they don't want and I want. That's theft. Well, majority rules, though. Yeah, well, that's always been the case in, a, in any civilization. Majority tends to rule. The strongest um, person, the strongest voice prevails. And that's a big problem here because too many people are complacent. I think studies have been done where about 91% of people um, living in any civilization in the world today are silent. They don't care about any of the issues at hand. Then there's about 9% of people that are extremely passionate about one issue or another. And they have the loudest, whoever has the loudest voice and has is propped up by the media, uh, most money, um, eventually those people rule the rest of people. We as individuals need to have a louder voice to defeat this. If we have the louder voice, people follow us. A great example is 1776, the American Revolution. Whether people agree or disagree with the American Revolution, one thing we know is clear. When we have 3% of the population versus about uh, you know 6% of the population fighting, the 6% is, are the British, the 3% are the revolutionaries, but the 3% had a louder voice. The rest of the people who wanted nothing to do with any war just followed along with the loudest voice, and they won against the tyrants from Britain. This is what we're witnessing today, but on a global scale. This is something like we, nothing we've ever seen before. This is a global revolution. This is the shift from one civilization to another, and it's our 
chance to really learn internationally how to work together without forcing people to do things they don't want to do. And we need to lead with the loudest voice and show people that consent matters, voluntary interactions matter, and forcing people to do things they don't want is wrong, whether you have a badge or not. And we have to defend ourselves. The only freedom comes from defense. And we as individuals need to defend our own body and the bodies of our children from these tyrants who have openly disclosed that they are trying to kill us. This isn't a conspiracy theory. The same people releasing these vaccines who are, by the way, some of the most um, sued companies in history are the same people that have said on video that they want eugenics, that they want to depopulate. At this point, when you start injecting a bunch of people with chemicals, they oh, well, they want to depopulate, but not now. Now they want to save our life and make sure there's more of us. Like, come on. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to know what's going on right now when you have a 40% increase in death. A 40% increase in death, according to one America insurance company, one of the biggest in the U.S., um, backed up by hospital records. And, and as they say, not related to COVID. What's doing it? Cancer, heart attacks, neurological disorders, which are up 1,000% in one year. We are facing down the eye of the beast, and we need to be out front and open and not afraid to say what's happening right now. They're trying to kill us. They're trying to control us. And it's evil what they're doing. And if we don't fight back now, what will our life have been worth once we're gone? We need to leave this world in a better place than we came. And the more free, the more human, the better. And I think that we are starting to shift the narrative very dramatically. Hopefully it continues that way. I think I'm beginning to understand Josh Sigurdsson. World Alternative Media, thank you so much for putting it out there for us and, and our listeners at Richard Gage 9-11 Unleashed. I think you're unleashed. I'm always unleashed, my friend. If you're, if you're leashed, then, well, I think they call those slaves. You don't want to be leashed to anything. What are you tied to? I, I would say that I really appreciate the work that you do, Richard. And um, for all these years that I've known you, you keep on fighting. You keep fighting the good fight. And uh, you keep speaking the truth no matter what happens to you, as we've seen you continue to fight regardless of what people think. And that's the most important thing. We should never care what other people think of us. We should only care about what we think about ourselves when we go to sleep at night. And that is the most important thing any human being watching this needs to understand. And I urge everyone to go over to richardgage911.org. I, uh, I think at this point, I think at this point, Richard, um, this is the future of AE 9-11 Truth. And uh, I hope you keep on fighting the good fight. And thank you very much. Thank you, Josh, so much. There you go. Richard.